stations. Keep looking. Oh, you're going too slow. Let me take the wheel. It's too fast. How could you even tell what's on? Yeah, I can tell. Too late. I'm in the 40s. Gotta go around the horn. It's faster. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Power Shut Up podcast. Um, those who are here on time, I'll get y'all that are tuning in late. Okay, I'll get them when they get here. Um, Randolph will handle that. But no, welcome to another Thursdays. We come on here seven to eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time to talk about some wonderful guests, what they're doing in business, entertainment, um, anything that's positive, motivating, inspiring, um, and empowering to others. And we also kind of connect that with communication. How does that, you know, how do they mesh together? Because everything we do is um, connected with communication. So we're going to have a little fun today with Randolph. We setting him up. No, I'm just kidding, Randolph. <laughs> but we're going to introduce him in just a minute. So you know who we hanging out with today. But before we do that, I wanted to actually, besides saying hello, I wanted to say happy birthday to any of those people out there that are celebrating the birthday this time of year. Um, I know I love the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I'm really excited about this time of year. Um, even though April is in spring, which is my birthday time, that's when I really turn up. Um, but happy birthday to those who are celebrating the birthday. And for those who are celebrating love, um, happy anniversary to you. I am definitely a mushy, gushy kind of person. I love love. So um, those who are celebrating their anniversaries and things, um, have a good time, enjoy, and, and keep the love alive. How about that? Um, and I also wanted to say congratulations to anybody who's starting a new business, started a new class, um, earned a new certification, bought a new house, whatever it is. Congratulations to you. You did the daggone thing. Um, and if you don't hear from nobody else, congratulations and keep going. Um, in a nutshell, that's what I wanted to do to kind of greet everybody to the show. But I did want to also share some things that I have going on this weekend. This is an exciting weekend. So I wanted to share with you all that Sunday, if you're in the DMV area, there is an event called Creatives Vendor Day. Um, and it's sponsored by, I am with a mentoring group and they're actually sponsoring this event. And this is when I get to show my creative side. Um, cause you all, well, everybody might not know this, but I actually do wreaths. You can see some of my work in the back. Um, but I wanted to encourage you all to come on out and get your wreaths for the holidays. This is the perfect season for crafting. We're actually going to let you check out some of my pieces real quick. So check this out. Now you're just showing off. I can't believe my eyes. I can't believe my eyes. Now you're just showing off. I, I can't believe my eyes. Just showing off. I see ya. 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 Yeah, so for those who didn't know, I actually do um, some creative wreaths with deco mesh and burlap is my favorite material of choice. But yeah, come check it out. I enjoy what I do um, and I have a lot of fun with this. So if you saw something you like, there's, um, they're one of a kind pieces, but definitely come out and hopefully I have something that you enjoy. I also wanted to talk about BSB. So if you all know, I've been talking about... Um, Dr. Gail Crowder. She has an event every year. It's in January and it's for the wives. So this is the bringing the sexy back to your marriage. Um, and this year, the focus and the theme is the battlefield for marriage. Um, Dr. Gail believes that marriage is um, a target you know, lately that marriage is, is, is being attacked and her mission is to bring wives back together and get us on track. So I know that men have their role as well, but she really is honing in on the women. I go every year, probably for the last eight or nine years. So please register for this amazing event. It really kind of gets down to the nitty gritty is what I'm going to say um, with those issues that you may run across. 
crossing your marriage and also things you can do to your marriage and of course bring some of that sexy back because you know y'all know how it is sometimes it's like okay let's what can we do watching tv all the time is not the answer um so she makes it fun and creative and this theme is the um camouflage so y'all y'all ladies you know you like to rock the camouflage this will be the year to do that so i hope to see you all there um i also wanted to do a quick shout out to the team so i don't know if you all know if you've been watching my um social media dr gail crowder is um launching a brand new tv show and the name of the show is dr gail on love sex and marriage and i am excited to be a part of the production team and we have been working together we've had a casting call we had a dynamic couple that we're going to be working with and what i wanted to do is shout the team out because this weekend we are actually starting filming um we're actually filming in dallas so I'm not in Dallas right now, but some of the team is there. We're kicking things off. This is filming for our pilot. So I wanted to just shout out the team and say, we're holding you down in DMV. We have a couple of things that we have to do here while they're doing that. And then we're bringing filming back to the DMV. So I wanted to place you know, this, this information out there to you all. If you know a couple that might be interested in being a part of the pilot, and even a part of the show, we would like to interview with you, see if you'd be a great fit for the show. The show is about uplifting marriage and actually having Dr. Gail sit down with the couples and give them some homework on things that they can do to enhance their marriage. But all of this is to uplift other marriages as well. So I'm excited about it. So if you see my timeline blowing up with production things, that's what it's all about. So I wanted to make sure you all knew about that. And I think I haven't missed anything, but I just wanted to give you an idea of what I have going on. So without further ado, I'd actually like to introduce you to our guest for the evening. Um, he's home as well because he's been here before, not on the Power Shut Up podcast, but he visited us when we had the Luncheon with Lisa show. And not only that, he also DJed for us on the show. So he's home like a couple of our other guests. So we don't serve him nothing out the refrigerator. He's allowed to go right on in there and grab something to drink. So I wanted to welcome uh, DJ Randy P. I'm going to just tell you a little bit about him and then we're going to get to talking. So when you hear the positive one, you're talking about Randolph Potter. When you hear DJ host at 90.3 WDI. WDIH radio, syndicated radio show, you're going to know that's Randolph Potter. From now on, you're also going to know all about us radio, it's yours radio, vibes radio, and mixed station radio. So as you can see, he is busy radioing quite a bit. Not only that, but he also is into strategic planning and he's a coach in that area. He's a business owner in entertainment, real estate, he does it all. So welcome, Randolph, to the Power of Shut Up podcast. That's okay. What's up, everybody? How you feeling? Good, good. Glad to have you here. I know you've been here before when we had our other platform, but we're excited to have you on. I know you're a busy man, um, but I'm excited to have you on because you do so much. And I think I wanted to share something with you. We talked about this before we went live and I told you I wasn't going to say anything until we were live on this, but I don't think you realize this. I was going through my timeline and I happen to love Facebook memories because they bring up things that you have forgotten because you're just so busy working. And I have forgotten, I know you did. And I looked and saw this flyer and said, how about that? Last year, and I think it was last year this time, you were on the show. Look at that. The Luncheon with Lisa show. Look at that, yes. So I said, okay, so timing is a thing, y'all. Okay, how, how ironic is that? That the same time, I think it came up yesterday in my memories. And I thought, that is crazy because when we did this, I didn't even think about that. Look, well, we got to celebrate our one-year anniversary. You know, we That's gotta right. Celebrate. And we didn't right. even know we would be celebrating. We didn't know it, yeah. <laughs> So happy anniversary. Welcome yes, back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank a you. A new platform. But I want you to start off by telling us a little bit about what you do. So you're in the entertainment business. You're also in strategic planning, real estate. Yeah. 
But tell us a little bit about, because you've talked about this before, but I think it's absolutely fascinating because even in the DJ world, it's different than what we think. So tell us a little bit about that. So yes, my name is Randy Potter, Randolph Potter, but everybody calls me DJ Randy P, the positive one. I have been a Christian entertainer. I've been an entertainer for 41 years. I've been a Christian entertainer since 2000, since 1995. Can't remember wow. how many years that is. Uh, but I just really love what I do. Close I'm a mobile D, huh? Close to 30. Close to, yeah, close to 30. I am a mobile DJ, but I also am a radio DJ host as well. Um, I enjoy what I love I do. Um, for a strategic planning coach, I really help love to help people start business. If they have an idea to start a business, they bring me in and I help them achieve their goals. So they say, hey, we want to start a business. We sit down, we go over your make your bit, you know, you do your own business plan. You come to me to get a strategic plan of how you're gonna execute starting this business, what you're gonna do month to month, day to day, year to year, and whatever goals you have, we just put you in a give you a plan so you can achieve your goals. And then also the last thing you said, uh property invest my wife and i we have a company together it's called uh, back to us property solutions incorporated and uh we really just like to help people um uh, you know achieve achieve their goal of, of either having a house we, we we always say we help you to get your life back you know mm. back to us property and solutions we, we we're here to help you get your life back so whatever you want to buy you want to sell you know we want to help you um achieve that goal my wife is a re licensed realtor in delaware and in maryland I love it. So let's circle back to the entertainment DJ. Okay. So we're going to start there and tell us how you even got into the music business because you said 40 years. That's a long time to be yeah. um, a DJ. And then we just talked about, which we'll tap into on the second half of the show about communication because um, we tapped into that a little bit before we went live. But tell us a little bit about how you even got into that world and remain because you're very consistent. Well, I'm, I'm just like a lot of young people who grew up in the 80s. I heard Rapper's Delight in 1979. My mom <laughs> bought me the record. So I just thought, I thought I was going to be a rapper. Not so much for, for, for my career, but I'm a rap. I'm a break dance. So then my family shifts us to this town called, well, they got me turntables in 1980. The day before I started school in 1980, in August 1980, my parents got me turntables. So I was just home, mixing at home. Not really out in the field, but just out mixing at home with my friends come over, we rap on the mic. So then they had this, this idea, we're gonna move to this town called Cambridge. We moved to Cambridge in 81. When I moved there, I was the only kid with turntables. Even though I used to like to break dance and, and rap on the mic, I was the only kid that had the turntables. So kind of all the kids rally around me on the weekends um big shout out to milton walls he's a pastor now pastor milton walls and he was like my my partner and so i would go over his house set up the turntables but in 82 someone had another idea yes book brandy the dj at our party these okay. young ladies these young ladies was older than me they was like in high school so i think i, I was in eighth grade and i was in seventh grade eighth grade excuse me and they was in high school and so i was like okay um you know they booked me to do the party but here's the tip after the party they gave me twenty dollars I said, hey, what you give me $20 for? They said, uh, we paying you DJ at our party. And I had no idea that you get paid for it. I've been doing wow. it in the park. Yeah, I've been doing it in the park for free every weekend, just having fun. And once I got that first $20, Lisa, I'm telling <laughs> you, I, I think I was hooked. And I was like, okay, I can make money. And then and then as the years went by, I start, I found this one DJ, big shout out to Force One. Uh, it's a guy from Delaware named Force One. I found out he was full-time as a DJ. I said, oh, because all the DJs I knew had jobs. Okay. They only worked on the But then I met this guy. I hadn't met him before, but I just didn't know much about his, his personal life. But I found out that he was a, a full-time DJ. He worked on the weekends, and that's all he did. And once I heard that, I said, hey, I can probably do that too. I'm booked every weekend. Let me try to evolve this thing. So um, I went on. I, I went on. Graduated from high school. I went to college. Graduated from college. But it, the whole way through college, I paid for my own college. First of all, I paid for my own college. My parents didn't have to pay a dime. I paid for it myself just by DJing at parties and selling mixtapes. Wow. And this was in the '80s, early early '90s. So I knew I had something, you know. Um, and I just continued with my career and uh, just kept on working and working and. I didn't know at the time that how strategic I was on every move I made. I didn't even know it. But basically, I've been a strategic planner for a long time. I just didn't know it. I've been setting goals for myself 
and and then trying to achieve those goals. And so once I really realized who I were, who I was, I start helping others do it. And I first started with people in the music business, and then I just evolved to any old person who have a business. So um, let me ask you this: When you started DJing, and you're actually you've been helping other people because you actually. So let me tell you this about Randolph. So it's not that he is a DJ, just a DJ. He actually also teaches other people how to DJ. Um, and I think that's fascinating because I just can't imagine that I would be um, doing it. It's a lot of things that you have to do and watch. And, and so, But I do want to ask you, you can share a little bit about that, but is that what led you into uh, Radio World? Uh, no, that wasn't. But um, that's a good question, though. Um, how I even got started in that, I, I've been doing that now for 18 years, teaching wow. people how to do I do summer camps throughout the summer, and then I teach adults, and I sometimes I go to libraries and teach them at school programs, excuse me. Okay. And so uh, that didn't get me into radio, but um, 10 years ago, this is actually my 10, last month with my 10 year anniversary being on the radio. Oh, and, uh, wow. so congratulations. As, yeah, yeah, thank you. But I want to give shout out to my mother, my mother, Debbie Potter, when I was a kid, you know, growing up in the 80s, and I guess things was changing with music and the world and everything. She was like, I really want you to be on the radio. And I used to be like, nah, because I, I went to a radio. Big shout out to my mom. She took me to, to join this lady. She was in church. Her name was Hel Helen Dupree. She had a radio show on Sundays and she would take me and we were just in this room. We were just in a room and I was like, man, I don't want to be just in a room. I like interacting with the crowd. I'm actually an entertaining DJ. When I DJ, I go interact with the crowd. I go on the mic, dance with the girls and, you know, have fun. And I was like, man, this radio thing, you just in a box. feel like, I don't really, I'm not feeling that. So big shout out to my mom because she planted the seed in me. Fast forward, I became a Christian DJ in 96. And then uh, as I uh, evolved as a Christian DJ, I was DJing this club, a Christian club called The Cave in um, Glen Burnie, Maryland. Okay. And I met a lot of great people here. And I ended up meeting some young ladies who had a radio show and then they want to start a station. So they called me up one day, 10 years ago, and said, hey, you know, we would like to have you have your show, you know, on my on our station. So that's how I started. And um, I'm a business person. So once I got on one station, I start strategizing. Okay, how can I get on other stations? I know that's and then, right. <laughs> at first, people were just calling me up, asking me to be on a station, and then I just made it a strategy to just join other stations and partner with other companies. And um, that's how I ended up. At one time, I was up, I was on ten different stations at one time. Oh my goodness! So is are, are all the stations out of? Um, I think you're say you're on the Eastern Shore side. Are they all no, on that side? No, no, so what, uh, what areas are you hitting with your radio stations? So right now we're in, out of New York. All about okay. us. We're out of New York. Uh, we're out of uh, we're out of Maryland, which is Mix Station, which is um, It's Shores Radio. We're out of Seattle, which is Vaz Radio. What was the other station? Oh, WDIH, which mm -hmm. is out of Maryland as well. But these all these stations cover a great a big ground. Um, uh, so when we had meetings, you know, you get to hear the stats of where people listen to your show. And I'm always amazed of who's listening to my show when Africa, who's listening to my show in Japan. You know, it's always really amazing to know that someone is out there listening to you. And, um, and you know, it drives you, you know, and I, I'm a type of DJ. I don't just play American Christian music. Um, actually, my radio show is an urban show. So I play okay. reggae, hip hop, you know, dance. I play anything that's urban on my radio show. I don't okay. really, I don't really play like praise and worship. And when I'm out DJing, I play praise and worship or what they call CCM, different styles of Christian music. But when I'm on my show, it's all urban. So um, I, I'm smart enough to, hey, let me do a whole Nigeria show. Let me do a whole show of the UK artists. Let me do a whole show of, of Kenya artists. You know, I'm smart enough to know if I got people listening to me in these different countries, you know, why not do a show celebrating their artists? And uh, that kind of really helps me to stay current. First of all, stay current with the, with the audience, but then as well, stay current uh, uh, with the music. Yeah, so. Well, in connecting, so I like the fact that you said because I guess it is entertainment. Because um, I know quite a few DJs in the area, and I think you know part of the reason that I love all of you DJs is because um, the ones that really connect with are the ones who get out there with the group, and, and especially if you don't like they play a song that's a line dance or something, and nobody knows how to do it. That DJ that will come up off of that um, turntable and come down there and say, "No, this is how you do it." Um, so I love DJs that interact and actually watch their audience. So, you know, sometimes people don't think that, that DJs are, um, 
really, like you said, strategizing. Um, and I did want to welcome Victoria and Gail. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, please share this with your family and friends. But I did want to mention something about because we're going to lead into strategizing. But as a DJ, you also have to do some strategizing because what I found with, that was fascinating with DJs is that they, they read the room. So you might have one plan when you get there or even some the ass was different. But you get into the room, you see, you know, okay, well, there's some people in here that, let's say, for instance, hand dance. Okay, well, I need to throw some hand dance up in there, even though this is a young party, young people are doing this, but you, you know, you all actually read the room and then make adjustments, which is absolutely strategizing. Absolutely. That's actually the heart of it. Uh, when I teach my class, I tell the people, it ain't about you. It's about the people in that room and the music you're going to play, and you have to read the crowd. I have so many tricks. I've been doing this for 41 years and I actually do it every day. So, you know, I kind of, I want to say I mastered because you never master anything, but I'm really, really, uh, really strategic and very uh, knowledgeable of reading the crowd. And, um, and listen, I'm going to be honest to you, those that's listening. Um, all you got to do is ask them. <laughs> that's all you got to ask. Ask them. But you, you know, if you ask them what you want, what they want you to play, then you'll end up playing a song that they want, that people want to hear. Yep. Just, just, just ask them. You ain't got to get on the mic and ask them, but you can go to each table, greet, greet the people at the table. That's what me and my wife do. We go to each table, we greet them, we, we make sure they feel they have a communication with me so they don't feel like stand up. Because some DJs, you don't even think you can approach them. You know, you're right. like, man, I can't, I can't tell them that he's whack right now. You know what I mean? Or he need to play this. You can tell they, you can't tell them. But then if you're approachable, I always tell this to people, uh, entertainers, as I'm teaching them, you got to be able to let people touch you. If people feel like they could touch you, then you really have the people, you know, and you're working as a team. It's not my part. I'm here to entertain for you. I want right. you to have time. I could listen to the same song for two hours over and over again. Same right. song. I don't think you want that, so I'm going <laughs> to give you a point. Absolutely, because y'all can get into a groove in your head and you're like, I don't care if none of y'all can hear what's going on over here because I'm having a good time. Yep. I did want to lead into strategic planning because that's something else that you do and you do coaching with that. And I know you incorporate that into DJing, but tell us a little bit more about what you do in the area of strategic planning. So every year, um, first of all, uh, thank you. For, I didn't tell you this earlier. Thank you for having me on your platform. Absolutely. But uh, um, to share all this great things. But uh, um, strategic planning is basically, the art of strategic planning is basically having a goal and then making a plan to achieve that goal. You know, thinking about the timeline you want to achieve. Do I want to achieve it in six months? Do I want to achieve it in 12 months? Do I want to achieve it in a month? And then just actually going, writing down steps that you can achieve. It, it might be just, you just make one phone call this week. Okay, I'm going to make one phone call this week, but next week you might do something else. So it's just a progression of things. I actually have a strategic plan for one of the one of the parts of my company all the way down to 2045. And when I show people that on my phone, they're always amazed. You got a plan all the way to 2045? Yes, because I know the vision. Strategic planning is about knowing a vision. If you have a vision, yes, it might take you months, it might take you years to get there, but you got to stay focused on it. And, you know, let's give a good example. My strategic plan that I, that I made in 2013 to 2045. Well, COVID hit in 2020, and I was actually on a gig when I was on a gig. And then when the companies in the country shut down, when our state, when I live in the state of Maryland, when we shut down, I actually was at a gig that day. And they told that they had shut the doors and said no one can come in. And the, 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 somebody walked in the hallway and said, oh, that's DJ Randy. You got to let him in. They're waiting for him. So that was that was my my last gig was actually. Oh, wow. Know, <laughs> but after that, I didn't know what to do. What should I? I don't know. Is the country going to come back? So what I'm saying to y'all is I had a goal. I know my vision, right? But sometimes you have to pivot within your own goal, right? I didn't stop what I was doing. I kept on doing it. I started doing it virtually. Even when I DJ for y'all, I DJ for y'all virtually. We kept it moving. But you know, that's because I have a vision and I know where I'm going. If you don't have a vision, you don't know where you're going. When things happen, you'll give up on your dream. That's right, like, man. I should do this now. I just got cancer. I just, I got this. Something happened. It's always coming. Listen, when you have a business, y'all, something is always going to happen. <laughs> it, it, I don't care what business it is. Something's going to happen, you know. So you got to be able to stay focused on your vision to, uh, um, you know, to move forward. All those things that happen. So that's kind of what I do. I help other companies stay focused on their vision. Um, that's pretty much what I do. People come I to me. It. People Go come ahead. to me. 
come to me. Oh, oh, oh. Also, we have two conferences every year, one in March and one November. We just okay. had one, we just had one last September because in March, instead of doing a strategic planning, we did a resource day. One of the thing about being a coach is people come to me and then I direct them towards a certain resource. Oh, you need to talk to this person. You need to talk to this person. You need to talk to this bank. So I said, what would it be a good idea to just bring all my resources all in one room? The insurance companies, the, the banks, the uh, accountant, everything that every aspect of a business that you need, people that help you with, uh, write a business plan. I put them all in one room and then let the people come. And then we had a really great turnout. Uh, people was blessed. And so that's why we end up not doing our strategic planning in November because I didn't do it in March like I normally do. So we did it a little early in September, which was last week. And we had a great turnout. We had uh, the people was blessed. And I, I'm, I'm always blessed when I go. We have a great, amazing speakers. Um, big shout out to the whole Think Big Plan Bigger team um, um, that, you know, that present at our conferences. It's not just me. I bring a team in. Um, and when you, you know, when they're there and presenting, you always learn something new, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about it, that even I, as the leader, I'm always sitting there and I'm always learning. And I tell everybody on the second day, we do it two days, I tell everybody to bring their top two goals you know, so I go in there with my little two goals and I'm always amazed of what they say I should do for my goals. I'm the coach. I'm supposed to be the expert in this, right? But when I bring my little two goals there, they be like, oh, you got this app. You should use this. You should. I'm like, I ain't never heard of that app before. I don't know nothing about that. And they always turn me on to a resource that I didn't even know was there to make my business better. So that's one of the reasons why I like to um, really, really focus on that. Um, last week, I actually had a wedding to do after strategic a conference so i was kind of concerned about that when i had to do so i didn't give him my two, i forgot to give him my two goals this that, that uh, last week but uh but i still got them so whenever i meet with the people i'm gonna give my little two goals you know so and, it, and that's this is for anybody if you need me uh we're gonna have the information they're gonna have the information available for you and you know i'm doing like this whole podcast um but you know, if you need me, you, you're struggling with achieving your goals, you're struggling with your business, connect with me. That's my job. I, that's my passion, actually, to help you achieve your goals. Absolutely. I like the fact that you said, um, and I think that is, to me, one of the requirements for being a good leader is to be open. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in the second part of the show, where we're going to go into um, an area where we bring communication or the power shut up into the, the evening. Um, but you are doing some amazing things. I love the DJ. And when you came on before, it's funny, you were talking about, I think, what did you say the name of the seminar was Think Big? Think Big, Plan Bigger. Think, think Big, Plan Bigger. That was year, not just last year, I think maybe even a couple of years ago, you were talking about that. You all had a huge seminar that was being planned. And what I love to see, which is part of why I love to do this, is because when people come on here and they talk about ideas, um, visions that they have, things that they're trying to achieve, and to come back years later and watch it, you know, actually now it's a thing um just shows me that you know people aren't just talking about it they really they really aren't these people are coming on here and they're giving you an update on what i said i was going to do and what happened along the way and what i'm doing now which is always a level up um so i i just say congratulations to you because i do recall us having this conversation years ago about that and the fact that you are still doing that and it has grown into some other amazing things is just something that that's how i know that you know this is a good thing um because as you're growing in your business and what you're doing it has to be that other people who are watching and following you are also growing as well so you can't I, I'm never I'm never losing in that situation because if I'm exposing you to new people this year or even some old people, like I said, some of the people I bring back because I learned so much the first time around and part of being a great leader is to being open and you going to your own something you're leading and putting together and then sitting in there and you're a student as well. That to me is amazing leadership because um, it means that you're not closed. You're still open. Oh, I didn't think about that because I know backstage Shariva is doing the daggone thing and she'll come up with something and I'm just being honest y'all 
I ain't thought nowhere near what she talking about. Her mind goes places I ain't never been before. So I'm just like, that sounds amazing. Let's do it. And I'm way open to it. I don't, it's no, there's no competition in that when you're, you know, when you lead that way. It's like, if you come up with a great idea, oh, I didn't think about it like that. Let's check it out. So I like that that's how you move. I think that is to me a sign of being successful. I think that's why you've been successful because you remain open. Um, so I, I really thank you for even your yes to come on and talk to us about what's going on and to see that you're continuing this journey that you talked about years ago. Um, it just puts a smile on my face. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Thank Absolutely. You. Sharon, I want to um, welcome Sharon. Um, we said Victoria and Gail, thank you so much. And Sharon joined the room. I do um, want to remind you all that Randolph Potter is here with us. He is in the entertainment world. He's on radio. He does strategic planning and coaching. So he's a busy man. So we are grateful that he found some time tonight to come sit with us because I'm sure he is tired and exhausted. I think he worked today, so he doesn't sleep much so <laughs> he's like i need to do it. so let me ask you something real quick because i know that you are a, a busy busy man but um how do you balance all of those things and still make sure you know because you mentioned wifey how, how do you balance that and then we will um actually um i'm gonna do a couple of shout outs for some books and then we're going to fall into the other half of what we're going to be talking about but how do you balance that well, I balance it because I set priorities. You have to have priorities in your life when you're an entrepreneur. Yes, you have a business and you want it to thrive. You want it to be successful, but your family is a, is a part of everything that you do. And you want your set. They like to be successful. So of course on Friday nights, my wife and I have date nights. Sometimes we do it, sometimes we don't, but we always try to make the time for each other every week. And um, that's really what keeps my balance. You know, the best thing about my, me, I'm an entertainer, so my wife can come with me. Um, Sometimes we might be in a city. Yes, say we go to New York or something like that. We might be in a city. We'll get a hotel for one day. I mean, for the whole weekend, you know, uh, the people pay for me at the hotel the whole weekend. I only got a DJ four or five hours of that gig. The rest of the time I'm there, now we're going to hit the city. Now we're going to go to the mall. Now we're going to go. So we make it a conscious effort to do it. That's how you keep a balance when you're an entertainer or any type any type of entrepreneur you have to purposely set a set priority for that you know make sure that's important you know you i got in my life i have god and then my family and then the music and then the church you know it goes in that order for me you know absolutely uh, absolutely i absolutely yep um and i think that too contributes to the success that it has brought you because things are in order um and i think a lot of times um people struggle because things are out of order um you got you got things that are before these things and you know i've always said even with doing everything that i do wearing many hats on things that if my husband feels like you know hey it's time to pull back a little bit because you know there's something going on or you know you know being an entrepreneur sometimes you're on your phone and you're, you're multitasking and doing things but it doesn't take much for me to say okay put the phone down it can wait and I also try to allot that time for my team as well, because I know they have children, families, things that they need to tend to. And I'm not coming before none of that. Not on my watch, though. So I'm like, nah, if you got something to do, you know, take care of that. Because when it comes to mine, I'm a, I'll shut it down in a minute and get yeah, that wait. So I, I appreciate that. What I wanted to do was shout out a few books, um, some I am a part of and others are um other people doing some amazing things. And I want to encourage you all, if you want to, you know, reach out to us so we can shout out something, please, you know, let us know, send us a copy. We'll, we would love to do that because I am a, uh, a publisher. Um, so right. books are my thing. I know you like your reads to your thing, books are your thing. Yeah, it's all my thing. I love doing, but I wanted to shout out a couple of people. So. Uh, for those who are not aware of this book, and she did a book signing here in Maryland. It was amazing. But Sean Lasore, um, I will say that Sean is also got to see Gail is tuned in. Dr. Gail for the TV show. Uh, uh, Sean is actually a part of the production team as well. So she's part of um, the team that I'm working with for the TV show. But she's also a writer and um, she also does 
all kinds of things. Sean is a jack of all trades as well. Um, and actually with radio, Sean is a part of the reason that I do what I do now too. She's an amazing host. She's hosted quite a few of the events that I've had, but she has a book out that is called Hot Mama Cold Pizza. Oh. And I know you all are like, what in the what? world does that mean? <laughs> but I will give you in a nutshell, it's tales of motherhood, homeschooling, and trying to have it all. So she has homeschooled her children. She's done an amazing job. And she puts a lot of scenarios and things that she has gone through from homeschooling her children in this book. It is an amazing piece to read. So please, please, I'm going to share this with you all. If you're looking for information, Sean's out here on social media, but you can also inbox me. She has this amazing book out. And I think everybody should have this, whether you are homeschooling or not. The stories in this book, when we did the book reading, were just hilarious. And in this book, she would tell you how she ended up with this title. There is a reason that it got here. <laughs> so that is one of the shout outs. I want to shout out, Sean. I also wanted to shout out because, I, like I mentioned, I have a publishing company. And I had some clients who came to me wanting to do a um, co-author book, uh, an anthology. So they did a book called Only Your Uniqueness, Your Voice Matters. So my publishing company, Touch by Dove Publishing, was absolutely honored. Tina Harmon is a visionary. They had some amazing co-authors, and they really talking about owning your voice. Um, the reason I love this as well is because you all know I'm the power shut up queen, and it's all about communication, but there's some powerful stories in here that really help people to know that, you know, your voice matters. I think there are a lot of people in the world who are struggling with that. They think, well, nobody wants to hear what I got to say. The lies they told. There is a story for everybody to tell that somebody can glean from. So check this book out as well. You can find it on Amazon and other outlets. But congratulations to Tina and thank you for trusting Touch by Dove Publishing. I did want to actually shout out an older book that I have done. I co-authored this book. Um, Sharon Monier was the, um, the publisher of this book. She coordinated this whole um, process. It's called Get Out of Your Own Way. And these are 11 life-changing stories on how to enjoy the journey and stay focused. So I was a co-author on this bestseller, proud to say. Um, and we also had some amazing co-authors on this book. Teddy Pendergrass's son was on this book. Um, we had Brett L Lilliard, Nicole Sherry, Tyrone Dubois, who will be a guest on the show on the 19th. There's some amazing co-authors on this book, but we talk about things that we experience in life where we, re we realized that we were um, <laughs> our biggest enemy in this process. Like we had to get out of our own way. And I think sometimes our egos won't allow us to realize that it's us. We need to just move over, okay? We, we blocking stuff. So this was actually a wonderful read I wanted to share as well. She has a couple of volumes of this. I'm in another volume, but I was just shouting this one out. And then the last two, I meant to do this last week, but you all may not know, I do have, and I'm starting, I'm behind on what I need to do with this, but a children's book series called Cam Capers. And this book was my very first children's book. And it's called When Gigi Meets Cam. And it mirrors my experience with my grandson, Camden. And I captured the day that he was born and we met and this is going this is the first book in a series of ham capers so this introduces the book series this is my baby um i i love this book it just I, he loves to read it as well um we did a book i won't say it's a book sign and even though he did sign some books he made a mess of some books <laughs> and i struggled mm. with that because i'm like oh no we don't do no crayons and no books or whatever but it's his book <laughs> And he is, and I will tell you the good, the cool thing about this is the illustrator did an amazing job. And this picture is actually an actual photo of Camden and I, and she created the characters. And I went as far as to make the characters in the book look like his mom and his dad and my husband. So, I mean, we put a little family in the book, but it's really about me and him because that's, that's my book. <laughs> and of course, the, the power shut up. So I'm going to continue to encourage you all to check out the power shut up it's going to lead us into the second segment of this where we talk about communication but the power shut up is really not about removing your voice it's actually about helping you to manage your voice 
so that when you decide to speak, you're thinking first, and then you're actually speaking with intention. Um, a lot of times we're popping off, we're saying whatever comes to our head, and I'm just suggesting that there's another way to communicate with people if you really want to be heard and understood. So please check out The Power Shut Up. You can get it at Barnes & Noble, Amazon. You can also hit me up and I'll sign it for you. So I wanted to make sure and will always shout out because what I'm learning, I'm gonna share this message Randolph, and I know you will understand this, but Sean Lasore, who I just shouted out, gave me a message at the last Power Shut Up Symposium. And she told me, cause she could not be there, but she said, um, you need to stop playing small. Mm -hmm. And when she told me that, I was like, okay, okay. And it's one thing to say, okay, but I said, you're right. Um, sometimes we kind of dim our shine and 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 don't glow because we don't want to mess somebody else up or make them feel some kind of way but you know your heart you know where you're coming from and there's nothing wrong with putting out what you're doing to help change the world in a positive way so that's what i'm doing going forward which is another reason why you're here so randolph yes find them of where they can find your information your next seminars and things like that let's talk a little bit about the power shut up yeah so, in work and we talked a little bit about this before the show which helped lead me into where i'm going to take this conversation you mentioned something about in the last year or two you have learned to listen more which is a part of the power of shut up we think about talking but the other part of that is listening tell us a little bit about your journey with that and kind of the before and after what you might have been doing before and what you kind of realized that helped you to understand that listening was a wonderful thing. So with me, how my journey began is that since I'm an entertainer, I'm constantly meeting, let's say, 50 to 100 new people every day. And so throughout the years, I really don't really get to talk to too many people. So when I do get a chance to talk to somebody, I basically talk your ear off. It's like, I'm like, da 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 da, -da. But what people don't understand is, I don't really get to talk to too many people. You know, think about it. If I'm doing a concert that's a thousand people and you go, you know, everybody else is interacting, but I got to stay focused because I'm DJing. So I really spent a lot of years not talking to people, really being introvert. But all those that come close to me that's in my circle, they get all of it. They get all my feelings. They get everything. I just, I just ramble off a lot. But a couple of years ago, I had a friend of mine and he was like, you know, um, he was just basically I'm a best paraphrase. He was just basically saying, man, you got to listen to me. And it, it did dawn on me. You know what? Sometimes I do too much talking and not listening. And, you know, a person who's a coach and then a post person who just, um, just as a Christian, I just, just listen more. So this happened two years ago. So I've been spending the last two years of my life just really, really trying to listen. And I'm, and I'm, I'm one thing about me, y'all, is I'm a solution driven person. I actually have a degree in electronics. And when you do electronics, it's all about the solution. It's all about fixing a problem. Everything is a problem. And I'm really good with math. So I grew up all my life just solving problems. Even as a coach, I'm solving someone's problem. Right. So now yeah. I've learned and I'm consciously doing this. I'm doing it consciously to listen to the person, not even giving them a, 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 giving them a solution. Mm -hmm. um, a, person, a person like me, we have gifts. And our gifts is we like this, we can solve solutions. Even before you even get it out of your mouth, I have the solution. So now I'm learning how to just don't even say anything. Listen to what they're saying, get it all in. And if they allow me to give them solutions, it's not, if they don't ask me, sometimes I don't even get the solution. I might wait till two days later and say, hey, you know, what you shared with me, you know, I think I have a solution to that problem. But listening is very important, y'all. Um, those that might be struggling with it or not even know you're struggling with it, like me, right. I didn't know I was struggling <laughs> with it. That's because by the time you get to me, I'm like, boom, boom, boom. I'm trying to tell you all these different things. And y'all, one thing about me and anybody that knows me can say this, I'm very passionate. So I always tell people, if you stay away from music and you stay away from business, I probably won't say much. But if you start talking about music and you start talking about business, then you're going to hear me say a lot of stuff because that's that's my passion. So, um, you know, I constantly for the last two years. And you know what? And I can't say 100% that being on your show maybe but i remember being on your show saying to 
it might have been during the time when I was dealing, when God was dealing with me with the thing. I'm like, you know what? I really have to just be quiet, you know, and just listen, you know. And um, it's it. At first, it was a struggle, but now I'm used to it. I was just ministering to somebody the other day, and they were steady talking, talking. I just put my hand on their shoulder, and I was like, okay. Um, last one of my best friends' uh, parent passed away a couple weeks ago. I went to see him yesterday. I saw him yesterday, and um, I didn't say not one word. I just listened to him let him vent and share with me now, my father passed away two years ago so i know the feeling but oh, it was wow, for yeah. me to be talking about my father it was for me to be listening about mm. his his family members passed away so you know it is something that you can learn it's something that if you read her book or keep listening to the show you'll learn some out of the way you'll get she'll give you some type of tool that'll help you to shut up you know so randall you don't know how how special what you just shared was to not just the whole reason that I do this. And I first, before I go any further, wanted to shout out Deborah Potter for tuning in. Hello, hello, we appreciate you. That's my um, mom. That's my mom too. Oh, that's your mom. <laughs> yes, hello, mom. We did a shout out to you. Um, I hope she can go back and see me put her name in lights up here on Yay. the show. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in. But I want to thank you so much because one of the things that I struggle with sometimes is that people don't get it. They really mm. don't get it. Now, it, it doesn't stop me from moving, but sometimes it can be frustrating because I'm really not trying to shut you up. I'm really trying to help you to use your voice in a better way. Hello, hello. So when you mention something about listening, the, the specialness, if I just made up the word, sorry, y'all, but I couldn't think of anything else to express how special it was to hear a man share the importance of listening because that is rare and especially lately because y'all know i you know i'm trying to learn these tiktok streets and i don't see and i will say this on both sides not just men but men and women aren't doing a lot of listening everybody has a lot to say which of course we do we've been through a lot in these last three four years it's a lot to talk about but there is such a, um, and I don't know what the word is, but there's such a piece around listening that I learned when I went through this process of embracing the power shut up. I know I say it like shut up, but for real, it doesn't offend me anymore. Shut up doesn't offend me anymore because I know the piece on the other side of doing it. So when you shared that listening and it wasn't to take away what you have to offer somebody, but when you mentioned that sometimes it's just not a moment to speak and it's not about you, I think that's where people struggle with listening because you're afraid that you're not going to get in the conversation or nobody's going to know what you felt or what you meant. And those opportunities will come. But, you know, I had to learn that there were moments where I probably had a lot to offer, but it doesn't mean that other people didn't. So that just wasn't my time. And believe me, other opportunities came around so that I was able to share all those things that I wanted to. So I thank you so much because you kind of hit the nail on the head with what the power shut up and why I have this podcast is all about that you you didn't even know that that was an issue for you. Yeah, I didn't even know it. Was an aha moment for you to be like, you know what? And, and, and you related it to work because the way you communicated was because you're a DJ. You're constantly, we talked about this earlier, where you're constantly engaged with what you're doing. Because I know as somebody who might go to get, you know, get my party on, the DJ can't stop because you you want to say hello, okay? The music has to keep playing. So he don't have time for all of Hey, how you doing? No, we don't have time for that. Because I'll be looking at him like, oh no, DJ, play that music. Like, don't stop. Mm-hmm. So I thank you so much for sharing that because I didn't know what you were going to say about that. But when you mentioned listening earlier, I was like, there you have it. That's what we're going to talk about because part of the power shut up is absolutely about listening and you know that's the reason that people misunderstand people because they aren't listening i do want to add one point point to this too i want everybody to really think of i want you to take this point and and consider it in your own life you have to know your worth one of the things when my wife and i got married i used to share with her she used to be like why are you doing this why are you helping this person why are you just i said well i've learned my worth to other people 
I'm worth, I'm a, if Randy P would take the time and do this for me or listen to me, you know, people feel like that's important to them. And you have to know who you are to that person. So I had to figure out, hey, I am important to people. So let me take the time and listen to them because, you know, people see me as a, a popular person. Um, again, I've been entertaining for 41 years. So you have to know your worth, y'all. So you have someone coming to you, constantly sharing things with you. You know, that's a reason. God put you in that person's life for a reason so they can vent. I have people that I vent to as well. And I don't vent to people who's going to be along with me. I'm, sometimes I know them wrong. I know that the thinking that I'm thinking is wrong. So I vent to people who's going to be like, Randy, no, 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 no. Don't think right. that way. You know what I mean? And so I need that. But again, they listen to me, you know, so I had to learn myself how to listen to others and know my worth that, hey, if they're sharing this information with me, then I must be worth something to them uh, and very important in their life that they feel open to share. And so it's, it's, it's the best thing to do is just listen, you know, don't be just trying to throw things in people's face or uh, for us with solution wise. Listen, you could yeah. be wrong, you could be wrong in your solution. At, well, and, and that's the whole thing because everybody has their own approach. Everybody sees things differently. So even with, you know, speaking, you know, you have to understand just like me coming out with the power shut up. There were some people almost immediately. There were some people who were like, how dare you, you know, mm. ask people to shut up. And I knew that that I didn't mean any, it was actually a good thing, but only I know that. And it's, it's up to the other person to open up long enough for me to share what this all means. So I'm sure there's some people who have never approached me about the power shut up because they think I might be telling women to be quiet and, and just be seen and not heard for children. And none of that's the case, but I, I can't make that be known until you open up enough to listen to what I have to say. So listening is key to everything because I can know a whole lot of things, but if you're not tuned in and listening, it's not gonna help you. And listening to me has allowed me a space to grow. I, I could never grow if I don't have the gift of listening because there's always somebody in my space that I can learn from, glean from, and enhance what I'm doing. And if we walk into rooms and feel like there's nobody in the room that can offer you anything um, so that you don't have to listen, then that's a problem. That's a you problem. Um, and it's the ego problem. So that's why when we launched this, the whole theme was that it's time to burn those petty files and set those egos aside and let's talk about how we can do better because the power shut up is a self it's a self-help it's like lisa was checking lisa and i'm just coming here to share with y'all every week through my seminars through the podcast through the book that i tried this i wasn't a believer but i tried it and this stuff works like it works. It works, and I'm not. I'm not trying to sell you nothing necessarily. You, if you, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, I'm just praying that one day you'll take a chance, hear me out, listen to the guests that come on the show, and understand that communication is just huge, and we just have to do better. We haven't been doing great in communication, and we just need to do better. And it's okay. We're not gonna always get it right. But Randolph, you hit the, you hit the ball out the park with the listening part because I don't hear a lot of men whether they agree with you or not I I think it's rare that I've heard a man out outwardly say I, I just don't listen enough and I'm I'm opening to him what somebody else has to say and you receive that from somebody else because yeah. that was the way I caught it too somebody told me Dr. Gail Crowder is the one who she told me shut up and after I got over myself my ego was standing up strong like excuse me but after i got over myself i heard i heard what she said you know what i'm saying like it took somebody who must have touched you in a way where you 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 hear what they're saying they don't mean any harm they're not trying to shut you up for life no 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 he wasn't yeah. trying to do that at all no absolutely so thank you for sharing that because that's really why we're here so what i wanted to do to end this is to i think i'm going to go on to our TikTok moment first and share that and then we're going to come back so randolph can share with you how you can get in touch with him find out about what he's doing with his businesses um and connect you so let's have a TikTok moment and then we'll come back so we can say goodbye once and uh and the mouse realized that the farmer has set a mouse trap 
And so the mouse started going around and telling everybody, y'all got to help me get rid of this trap. Y'all got to help me get rid of this trap. And so the mouse went over to the chicken and said, hey, they said a mouse trap. The chick said, man, I love you, but that ain't got nothing to do with me. It's not a chicken trap. He left the chicken and went over to the to the pig said man you got to help me get rid of this trap because they said a mouse trap they trying to get me dog and the pig said i love you man but they ain't got nothing to do with me it's not a pig trap and then he went over to his friend the cow and he said hey man y'all got to help me there's a mouse trap in this house and if we get together y'all can help me get rid of this the cow said you know i love you i got your back but it ain't a cow trap well one night a venomous snake got caught tail got caught in the trap the farmer's wife walked in the kitchen, did not know that a venomous snake's tail had gotten caught in the mousetrap. The venomous snake, snake bit the wife. She became deathly ill. Well, when someone gets ill, what is the first thing you have to make? Chicken soup. And so the chicken was pulled from the farm and chicken soup was made. The woman got worse and church members and family members began to come by and visit early in the morning and the farmer needed some bacon and needed some hot links. So guess what got pulled next? Mr. Pig got pulled. Then the woman ended up dying from her injuries. The venomous snake actually killed her and it was a funeral and they had to prepare for a repast and that went the cow. The moral of the story is this. When one of us is threatened, we all are threatened. When one of us is going through, we all go through. When one of us weeps, we all ought to weep. When one of us rejoices, we all have to rejoice. Because we're in this thing together. You ought to thank God for your community. Wow. That was a yeah, deep was it? Yes. <laughs> yes. So I, what I try to do every, um, the end of every show is provide a TikTok. So for those who are out there that maybe are pushing some, you know, motivational, inspirational messages, we would love for you to send us your TikTok so we can, you know, share this as part of our TikTok moment on the Power Shut Up podcast. So that's where that comes from. Every week I'm looking for some kind of powerful message that sends us into the weekend so we can get ready for a brand new week next week. So I hope you all enjoyed that. But Randolph, I want to take um, a moment so you can let everybody know where can they find you so they can get some of that strategic planning. And of course, if they got a party coming up, they might need a DJ. Absolutely. Woo. If you need a DJ, absolutely get, get in touch with me. A Christian DJ, okay? So I'm, I only play Christian music, but check this out. Uh, you can reach me on social media platforms, uh, Twitter or Instagram. Just look in there, at DJ Randy P, at DJ Randy P. And on Facebook, I'm Randolph Potter. And then LinkedIn, I'm on, at name is Randolph Potter as well. Uh, please, and uh, the name of my company is Revive Sound Productions with an S. Revive Sound Productions. Uh, I would That's love right. to. I would love to sit down with you if you're starting a business or you have a business and you're not achieving your goals at this time. I would love to sit down with you, uh, make a strategic plan on how we can achieve these goals in the time frame that you would like to achieve them in. Um, I love what I do. That's my passion, and um, this is just the way to get in touch with me. We do have a candlelit link. Um, right here at the bottom of the screen, you'll see a camera link. So if you want to set up an appointment with me, you can do that as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Randolph. Did you have any um, just words of encouragement for those who are going into, because I understand this is a long weekend for quite a few of us. So um, thank goodness we get an extra day to rest and relax. Um, but share with us a, a moment of inspiration or a thought of inspiration with everyone who's tuned in. Well, I'm going to take this inspiration thought from one of my close friends. I have a friend. His name is Emery Jones. He's a, a fashion mogul. Um, you will know him from Rock Nation or Plains, if you're familiar with the Plains hat. Uh, and, and he also is a, a leader within the Puma uh, urban industry. But um, he has a quote that he says. He says, bet on yourself. Um, I, would, I would say to everyone who's wrestling with their idea or wrestling on whatever they're trying to do and you feel discouraged, I'm encourage you to bet on yourself. You can't go wrong if you bet on yourself. Absolutely. So thank you all so much. I appreciate you for tuning in as you do every Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We love having you join in the conversation. Please continue to share this out to your family and friends. We have some amazing guests. Um, I think, Randolph, you have kind of uh, got the party started with music. 
because next week we have um, Donnie got the beats that's coming on and he has a new single coming out that's okay. called Celebrated, I believe. So we're bringing him on to talk about his new music. And then after that, we actually have a guest, Tyrone Dubois, who if you've ever heard of Unsung um, on TV One, he is the voice um, and he does some of the interviewing on there. He's um, kind of, he's been on the show with Lunch with Lisa before. And he also is a music historian. So he had us um, <laughs> mesmerized with some of the stories and the people he knows from the music industry and those that he has met along the way doing Unsung. And he has a new TV show coming out, I believe. So he will be on following. So you're kind of leading the pack with the music industry and engineering and production of shows and things like that. So um, thank you for representing because what I do want people to understand with the Power Shut Up is not just women who are coming on here. There are men who are coming in here that are doing some amazing things. So please connect with these guests and, and, and tap into their knowledge um, and their gifts. Um, that's what we're here for. So I appreciate you, Randolph. I will see you all next Thursday. So have a great weekend, long weekend, and we'll see you then. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>